Hello and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. Hi there. Thank you so much for listening. So I want this episode to be a bit of a foundational episode. And for those of you who really resonate with the idea of manifestation and manifesting is something that you want to lean more into. Hopefully this episode will be helpful to you as something to give you a different perspective and perhaps you can return to it in the future when you're like, wait, what was that? And what did she say about that again? (laughs) And you might even want to take some notes because what I'm attempting to do in this episode is to articulate to you how I view manifestation and also to really explain what it takes to be able to manifest because it's a term, it's a buzzword, it's something that we hear all the time and people are like, yeah, manifest, manifest that, or I'm manifesting this. And that's beautiful. And I love to hear people talk about manifestation, but I know from my own manifestation journey, there have been times where I was very much deluding myself, honestly, in terms of saying that I was manifesting something, but I wasn't really because I didn't really understand all that it entailed. So that's what I'm going to try to break down to you. If you resonate with that, if you're in that place, whether it's on your love journey or just anything in your life that you're trying to manifest, because for this episode, I want to be a little bit more general about manifestation. And I will give some examples (laughs) that do relate to love, but this is a little bit more general. So in preparing for this episode, I had to think about, okay, what is my actual definition of manifestation because I know it in my heart and I feel it, but how do I articulate this to you? So this is what I have come up with. Manifestation is the ability to create and attract into reality our deepest desires using our internal power, which is a combination of our belief, our mindset, and energy. So I'll say that again. Manifestation is the ability to create and attract into reality, right? So it goes from a thought, a desire, it goes from an idea, and it becomes something that we actually experience in our reality, our deepest desires. And I say deepest desires because the point of manifestation, in my opinion and experience, is not that you get to have every whim, right? So if you're like, today I want a Range Rover and tomorrow I want a private jet. I mean, maybe you can have those things, but those are pretty grandiose ideas, kind of whims, but we all have these whims. I mean, an example of this is last year, I got this idea in my head. I wanted a Peloton. I was like, I want a Peloton. I want to manifest a Peloton. Anyway, I have a Peloton now. I don't even ride my Peloton. Okay. It's very lovely, very shiny, and I have to dust it off. (laughs) And I realized, I was like, oh, I had this idea. I kind of got stuck on this idea of like, I want a Peloton. And you know, but then I realized like, did I really, really want a Peloton? No, it was, it was really a whim, right? So I'm talking about what are the things that you are really consistently being called to have? an experience. And for most of us, it's all the same. It's love, it's connection, it's good health, it's financial abundance, it's purpose. It's these deeper, deeper desires that we have within us. And so this is what I'm talking about when I talk about manifestation. I'm not saying that we get to have a magic wand and then just walk through the world just going, I want that, I want that, I want that, I want that, and we get everything, right? That's not how it works. So deepest desires using our internal power. Okay, I'm going to break that down in a moment which is a combination of our belief, mindset, and energy. Okay, so let me go a little bit deeper on what I mean by internal power. So to be very specific, that is a combination of our emotions, right? How you feel matters, your thoughts and beliefs. Well, definition of belief that I really like is a belief is just a thought that you keep thinking and you've thought it so long that now 
you believe it, right? You believe it to be true. So our thoughts and our beliefs are incredibly intertwined and they're very important for us to understand when we are thinking things and believing things about ourselves and what's possible for us that are actually contrary or out of alignment with what we actually want to experience, right? So if you want to have love and you want to have a great, beautiful, loving relationship, but your predominant thought is that you're never going to have it or you're not good enough or no one's ever going to love you or there's all these reasons why it's going to be hard or impossible for you to have love, then that is going to obviously affect your emotions, right? (laughs) Your thoughts and your beliefs are going to affect your emotions and that's going to affect your energetic state, right? So your internal power is a combination of these emotions, those thoughts and beliefs and emotions then manifest in your energetic state. If you're ever really feeling good and you're feeling joyful, you're feeling grateful, you're feeling connected, the things going in your head are not, you're terrible, everything's terrible, you're going to be alone forever. Those two things are incompatible, right? All of these things are really connected, but our emotions are really, really, really powerful indicators of us of what's going on with us energetically. And the point is not that you never feel an uncomfortable emotion. You never feel sad. You never feel scared. You never feel angry. That's not the point. We're human and we have a whole range of emotions that we are clearly all meant to experience and we all have, right? Like that's one thing that unites us as humans. We all know what every emotion feels like, which is pretty amazing. And if we don't know, we just haven't lived long enough yet. (laughs) But we're going to get there. That energetic state is the place where you are in the, I mean, I keep on saying the word energy, and I hope that it's not too abstract for you who's listening, because it's a little difficult to describe in words, but we all know that feeling. You know those moments where you felt really in flow, you felt really confident, you felt really peaceful, you felt really joyful. Those are high energy states that are very compatible with us having love and abundance and good health and purpose, because those are all high energy experiences, and those are high energy, energetic states, right? Or high frequency energetic states, whereas a low frequency energetic state would be anger, fear, judgment, mistrust, regret, competition, scarcity, that sort of thing. And then the last thing here in terms of what I want to mention because of our own internal power is our intuition, right? So we have our emotions, we have our thoughts and beliefs, we have the energetic state that results from the combination of those things. And then we have our intuition. And it is so astounding to me how we are not generally, and I'll speak for myself, I'm sure that some of you who are listening have had a different experience, but generally we are not raised to value our intuition. We're just not. We're really raised to value our thoughts and our thinking and quote unquote logic, which is all just colored by our emotions anyway. So we're never as logical as we think we are. You know, we're raised to value that and to almost ignore our intuition. And for some people, you know, especially those of you going to dip into human design for a moment, all you generators and sacral generators who have that gut response response that says hell yes or hell no. And maybe it's been like a when you were a kid, you were kind of like you would grunt like "Mm, yes, no. A lot of kids got that kind of conditioned out of them because people said, nope, use your words, you know, don't grunt. It doesn't matter if your gut is saying no, you have to do this. And so we get this message that our intuition doesn't matter. But the thing is, if you want to manifest, you want to manifest, not just if you want to set a goal and then go out and try to make it happen. But if you actually want to manifest, you have to be willing to tap into your 
intuition because that is how the universe guides us, right? That is how we know the right thing to do, the right place to be, the time to be there. That's how our manifestations get delivered to us. And if you ever hear any stories of any people who are, you know, really successful, they can be like, it doesn't really matter what field they're in. And they talk about how they came to have this success and this opportunity. And it's always something intuitive that just said, okay, I'm going to say yes. All right, I'm going to do this. Okay, you know what? This seems crazy. And I don't know if anybody's going to buy it, but I really feel like this is something the world needs and I believe in it, right? There's always that there had to have been that just decision to trust yourself. And I think that's really what intuition is. It's like a decision to trust yourself. And I know that can be hard, especially when you have patterns of behavior where you're like, well, I trusted myself in the past and it didn't work out so well. But I want you to start to reframe is, well, were you trusting yourself or were you trusting the voice in your head? Were you trusting your conditioning? Because we all have conditioning and programming that we've gotten from society and friends and peers and advertising and all sorts of places that are not true and out of alignment with our actual truth. So we have to start to learn and take responsibility for separating those things out. But really understanding and honing your intuition, tapping into it, honoring it is, in my opinion, it's everything. It's everything. So that's what I mean by in internal power. And then I want to say a few words about action, because this is another place where in the manifestation process can get a little murky, right? Because in my opinion, in my experience personally, and also professionally, and just from what I've studied, because I have been studying manifestation for a long time, about 17 years, not I haven't been as consistently studying it as I do now, but I have been studying it off and on for 17 years. This has been a pretty long journey for me, and I'm hoping to shortcut that journey for you. This is why I do this, because it took me 17 years to get to this place of having this deeper understanding of manifestation, but it didn't have to take that long. It just did, <laughs> because I was stubborn, and I got distracted, and I let you know life happen, and I got in my head, and all these sorts of things. And so I'm hoping that this episode, and this whole season, because this is really the theme of the whole season, which is why I want to really drill down on just what are these principles of manifestation, because I don't want to just throw the word around and assume that we're on the same page about what that means, right? So I want to shortcut this journey for you. So when it comes to action, you are going to naturally take aligned action. So what I mean by aligned action is, so say you want to manifest a beautiful relationship, a beautiful romantic partnership. If you actually have the emotions, the thoughts, the beliefs, the energetic state that supports that happening, then you're going to naturally take actions that are going to likely lead to that inevitability, right? So an example is, and I've heard people say this, they're like, well, I'm manifesting love, but like, I'm not going to date because I'm just manifesting it. I'm just going to let it come to me and I'm not going to do anything about it. And on the one hand, from a spiritual perspective, I don't think that you do have to do anything about it. But because this is all about our emotions and our energetic state and our thoughts and our beliefs, that if you truly believed that you could have that love that you wanted and that you're truly expecting that it's going to come, you're probably going to show up in the world in a different way, right? You're going to be preparing yourself for that. And you're going to be looking at, okay, well, what are the ways in which maybe I am not quite ready to receive this? Do I need to learn to be more vulnerable? Do I need to learn to be more forgiving? Do I need to learn to be more open-hearted in general, right? Do I need to learn to have better boundaries with people because I give and I give and I give and there's nothing left for me, right? So it's up to you. Again, there's 
there's a responsibility. And this is, I'm here for you, y'all, because I know it's not always easy, but we have a responsibility to start to look at our own actions and then say, well, what is this action? If I were just to look at this action, right, and just take a little step back and separate your own, you know, internal self and what you feel and all of that, just look at the actions and the outcomes, actions and outcomes. What are the actions and the outcomes in your life in the area that you want to manifest the most, whether it's romantic, whether it's financial, whether it's career, whether it's your relationship with your body, etc. What are the actions and the outcomes say about your level of belief and alignment on an energetic level with the thing that you want? Because I can tell you that I had to have a real come to Jesus moment with myself. One of the big things that I have had a long journey of manifesting and healing is my money relationship. I just grew up with a lot of beliefs about money that were not, they weren't, they did not serve me, right? And so eventually I had to wake up and say, wait a second, I'm this person who says that I, I want to manifest money and I want to have financial freedom. But if I look at my actions and the outcomes of those actions, there's something out of alignment here. So from the universe's perspective, the universe doesn't care about your actions, but you have to care about your actions because that is what is going to give you the information that tells you, am I in alignment with this thing that I want to manifest or not? Okay. There is such power when you start to take away any story of, I can't have this. I'm not good enough to have this. This is never going to happen to me. And you start to start to shift it to say, well, if I am good enough to have this thing, if this thing is actually possible for me, what could I start to do to actually believe that more, to show up in the world more in alignment with that expectation and start to push yourself. Because there is a point when you're at the start of the manifestation journey, especially if it's something that feels really hard or far away, you're going to have to take some actions that feel very uncomfortable to you because they are out of alignment with your current emotional, energetic, and belief state, right? They're out of alignment with that, but they are in alignment with the thing that you want. So for instance, I'll use the example of money because it's straightforward. If you are every paycheck you spend down to zero, and then you are broke and just stressing for a week until the next paycheck comes. And I know some, listen, some people, a lot of people, probably most people make less than what you actually need. So I'm not, this is not a shaming thing, but at some point you have to start to say, well, something here is going to have to change. So am I going to get another job? Am I going to find another source of income? Am I going to look at where I can cut expenses? Can I look at other places where I'm spending money and I'm not even aware of where I'm spending? That to me, that was my biggest one. Just the little money leaks, you know, like I was just so good at just being like, where did that thousand dollars go? It just, I, it's not like I had a pair of Louboutins, right, <laughs> to show for it because I've never been that person that went out and like necessarily bought big ticket items, but I would just buy lots of little things and just spend money just really so effortlessly <laughs> that I didn't even notice I was doing it, right? So I had to look at myself and say, okay, this action of just kind of spending money unconsciously, right? And the outcome of me then feeling like, oh my God, I don't have enough or being in the situation where I actually don't have enough. It was up to me to look at that and to understand that I have to start to change this action. I can't just wait for me to feel different because I'm not going to feel different if I'm taking the same action. Hope that all makes sense. I want to get into this really quickly. I want to, just so you know, the next episode of the podcast is going to be specifically about manifesting love, but I want to just give you, these are my kind of six principles of manifestation. So if you want to manifest something, these are the six things that you have to really accept as foundational. 
So this is even separate from what I just talked about with your energetic state and your emotional state and your thoughts and your beliefs and your intuition. These are just foundational principles. Okay, so number one, you have to accept the interconnectedness of all living beings in the universe. (laughs) Okay. You don't even have to think about the whole universe. Let's think about planet Earth. Let's think about humans and understand that we are, I mean, we're connected to more than just humans. We're also connected to animals. We're connected to everything that's living, right? Because the energy of life and that energy that animates life is within you. It's within me. It's within my dog. It's within plants. It's within, you know, it's within the fish in the sea. Like it's all, there's something that's connecting all of us, right? And we are all symbiotic and we are all part of this ecosystem. And um, by the way, I highly recommend watching some of those nature shows because I've been watching, there's a couple that Will Smith hosts and they're on Disney and Disney Plus. And I love watching them because you learn all these things about our planet and about nature that are so incredible that just makes you go, wow, there is really something at work here that is really keeping us all alive and is providing for us in such an absolute way, right? From literally just the oxygen. You don't make oxygen. I don't make oxygen, right? But yet every time we breathe, there's air for us to breathe. I mean, that's pretty incredible. Anyway, so (laughs) the interconnectedness of all of us and really understanding that we are all spiritual beings and we're having a human experience. And when you really step into that and you can really embrace that, the judgment of other people starts to fall away. There is an amazing uh, teacher. Her name is Byron Katie. And she talks a lot about forgiveness. And I've heard her say that there is a level in which we don't ever have to forgive anyone for anything because we are all the same. And if you were born into that person's situation and circumstances and you had their conditioning and their trauma and their life experience and their brain chemistry, you would do the exact same thing as them in their situation. Situation. And that's for everyone. If you look at a, you know, a serial killer, I mean, that's we tend to think that's something we can all agree. Serial killers are evil. Obviously, they do very evil things. And obviously, that's not okay, right? We need to prevent, we need to protect each other from people who are that traumatized, and that they act out in such a harmful way. But we do also have to understand that that person was once a newborn baby who was just as loving and as open as all of us were. And a lot of things happened that disconnected that person from that. And so it's about moving past judgment and embracing love. But I don't know how to do that unless I really see the interconnectedness of us all. So that to me is the number one principle. Number two, you really have to believe that the universe wants what you want right? That you actually want, you have that desire for love. You have that desire for abundance. You have that desire for creativity. You have that desire to, you know, express yourself and have your voice heard. You have that desire because the universe wants you to do that. And that desire is within you to be an indication, right? Be like, okay, go do this, right? Go do this. And that's why it doesn't work for us to suppress our deepest desires. We can tell ourselves, it's okay. I don't really want love. Forget it. Love sucks. But there's a level in which you know that you are deluding yourself because we all want love. We all want connection. We all want intimacy. It doesn't mean that we all want to be married, right? It doesn't mean we all want to have 2.5 kids. You know what I'm saying? But it does mean that in terms of having connection and love with other people, that is foundational. We all need that as humans. And romantic love is something that, in my opinion and experience, we all desire that as well. But it's because I also believe that we are all deeply in love with each other on a spirit level. And then the world comes in and disconnects us from that. And that's why we put romantic love on this pedestal of like, oh, here's where I can be open hearted. Here's where I can give it all and receive 
receive it all, but we actually want to do that with everyone. And if you don't believe me, look at babies, look at young toddlers. They are so loving towards each other. You put a group of toddlers together, they just start helping each other, holding hands, hugging. And it's like, you know, the world had to tell them, oh, wait, stop doing that. Okay, no, 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 don't touch her. Don't touch him. Don't do that. You know, and I'm not saying there's not good reasons for that. But my point being is that there is a deeper level, a spiritual level that you have to embrace if you want to quote unquote manifest. If you want a goal set and you want to like, you know, rely on yourself to go out and make everything happen and, you know, use your mind and don't care about your intuition, don't care. You can, I mean, listen, you can do it. People do it. I mean, I've done it. It's been a lot harder (laughs) and often not successful, especially when it comes to love. But you can try that route. But if you actually want to manifest it, you have to go to this spiritual place because this is where manifestation happens, okay? We also, a lot of us, like myself, were raised with religions, were told us that suffering is natural and that we're here to suffer and that our reward comes in heaven and there's almost a reverence around suffering. So really shifting that paradigm and saying, wait, I'm not actually here to suffer. When I look at young children, when I look at babies, do I believe in a universe or a God or a life force or whatever you want to call it that has created I like to use babies because when it comes to adults, we have so much judgment. We're like, oh, well, they don't deserve it because they're this and they're that and they're did and they're, you know, we get into our judgment zone. But when you look at babies, it's like, okay, do I believe that the universe created this child to come into this world to suffer? Or do I believe this universe created this child to come into the world and to thrive just like we see everything in nature aiming to thrive, right? (laughs) So, Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to speed this up. I know I'm going on and on, but I'm just so passionate about this topic, y'all. I'm so passionate. We talked about the interconnectedness of all of us. Really, this belief that the universe wants you to have what you want. And I go so far as to say that it actually wants what you want more than you want it for you, right? And the more suffering, the more pain that you feel from having that thing or the fact that it hasn't shown up in your life yet, the love, the money, the career, whatever, that is an indication that something is out of whack, right? Just like when your leg is broken, your leg hurts. It's letting you know, hey, something's wrong here. (laughs) This leg is not supposed to hurt like that. Deal with this. And what if you could start to think of that also about your emotions and your beliefs and your thoughts about the thing that you want the most? So really releasing this idea that we have to, that we're here to suffer is incredibly important if you want to manifest. The third thing is that you have to believe that you are worthy of having the thing that you want, because it's not even that the universe necessarily cares that you're worthy because it doesn't. I mean, the universe, you know, we're all born worthy and we see obviously that there are lots of people who have lots of resources and we see lots of people who don't have any resources or very minimal resources, right? So it's not a matter of like inherent worth that some people get to have love or some people live lives of isolation. That's not the point. But your sense of your own worthiness is going to affect what? Your emotions, your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, right? Your energetic signature. So this is the real thing where, as I mentioned before, you really want to look at the outcomes in your life and not just say, oh, hell yeah, I think I'm worthy. I'm fa- yeah, I'm worthy. I'm worthy. Because we can kind of get into that, hell yeah, I'm worthy. Like I should have all the things I want. But if you start to look at the outcomes and the actions in those areas, then you might start to get some different information, right? And so you don't have to 100% believe you're worthy. Worthy, but the more you can start to chip away at any blocks, anything in you that believes that you are unworthy, the easier manifesting is going to become. Because the reality is you're worthy, you were born worthy, and nothing can ever diminish your inherent worthiness. And that is something to be incredibly grateful for. And then number four is that there's a decision. It's the decision that 
I am going to have and experience this thing that I want to have, the relationship, the money, etc. And the decision piece of this is really important because it's not a matter of whether or not we can manifest things and we always do. And everyone, we're always manifesting. That's how we've created everything in this world. There was a time there were no buildings, there was no cars, there were no clothes, right? <laughs> there was no computers and iPhones. There was no all of these things that are populating our world. Just look around you right now, right? All of these things somebody had to dream up. Even our landscape in so many places in the world has been drastically altered, right, by what humans have done to it. And we didn't land on this planet with an instruction manual. Someone had to imagine and create and believe all of these things were possible for them to even exist. So we are always manifesting. But what I'm focused on is how can you make the manifestations inevitable, right? The things that you want, make them inevitable. And so the more you can really claim your desire to have something, because if you don't decide that you're going to have it, then you're probably existing in this place of hoping and wishing and doubting. And again, that's not really setting yourself up to be your most powerful manifester, right? Or in your most powerful state of manifestation. And then number five, this is a big one. And I really resisted this one for a long time, y'all. And I really only leaned very heavily into it at the end of 2021 because I finally got tired of my own resistance. And this is surrender. We hear of surrender and it's easy to think of surrender as like, oh, I give up. (laughs) I just give up. I don't care. I'm never going to have the love. I'm never going to have the money. I just, I give up. That's not what surrender is, right? Because remember, there's a decision here. I'm going to have this thing. And now you're surrendering to the serendipities, the coincidences, all of the things that now need to align in the world that are far, 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 far beyond your control to make this thing happen, right? And so the way that I think about this is I think about anything that I want to manifest, there's like 10% of what is going to make that happen. That's my department. And like 90%, that's the universe's department. So we get really, really stuck in the like, how's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And we're trying to control. That's all control, a desire to control. Understandable. You know, we feel fear and we want to control. But surrender is releasing that desire to control. Surrender is saying, I have my intuition and the universe gave me this intuition for a reason. This is how I'm to be guided. I'm not to be guided by my desperate attempt to grasp and make things happen. I'm to be guided by the intuition that is leading me to the people, the places, the opportunities, the ideas, the insights, the quote unquote random events, right? The random serendipities that are going to bring my manifestation into fruition. This can be really hard, but guess what? This is good news because we don't have to make everything happen and we can't. You know, I think about my relationship and way I met my partner. There were so many factors that had to happen in order for us to be on the same street corner at the same time to have the interaction that we did that led to us getting into a relationship. I mean, his brother had to have all of his camera equipment stolen. Uh, My credit card had to get lost at a place where I'd been. Like all of these different things had to happen for us to end up there. I never, ever, ever, ever could have controlled or predicted how that was going to happen. But I can tell you that I was expecting it to happen. Okay, I wasn't expecting to happen that night, but I was very I was surrendered in my love journey by the time I met my partner. 
partner because I had just been like, all right, I've done, I've done, I've done all these things. I just got to trust it's going to happen. So that surrender piece is really, really, really important because the 10% that you have to manage is yourself. (laughs) And that's enough, right? That's your emotional state. That's your energetic state. So this is where self-care comes in. This is where, you know, getting help comes in. If you need help with healing and you need help with, you know, learning how to do things better. I mean, there's so many teachers and resources. And let me tell you, I've read a million books (laughs) about, you know, manifestation and personal development. And I've hired coaches and I've listened to so many teachers. I mean, we don't have to do this on our own, right? But managing your department, which is yourself, your emotional and energetic state, that part is that takes all my time personally. So thank God <laughs> I don't have to do all the other other synchronicities in the world because, you know, hey, look, we're powerful, but we're not that powerful. So that's why we have to surrender. We are part of the flow of the universe. We are part of that divine intelligence of the universe, but we individually are not God, right? So we're not magicians. So we have to learn to surrender. And then the last thing, there is an expectation the expectation. And I just mentioned this, right? I got into the place of my love journey where I expected to meet someone. And I know if you're not there yet, it can be like, what? How do you, you know, but I truly expected it. I didn't know exactly when, obviously, I didn't know exactly how, but I just remember, you know, at that time, just being very much like, yeah, I'm going to meet him. I don't know how, I don't know when, but like, that's exciting. (laughs) All I know to do is to keep my eyes open and just to be ready, to be ready to receive this person into my life. So, you know, this is where you can start to prepare yourself to receive your manifestations, right? What would you do if you truly believe that the thing that you wanted to manifest was inevitable and it was going to show up for you? What would you do right now to prepare yourself? And how would that release the, any stress or fear that you have around being able to manifest this thing if you were able to get to that place of expectation? So it's a place beyond hope, It's a place beyond wishing. It's a place far beyond fantasy. It's a place knowing that the universe wants this for me. I am ready to receive it. So my job is to prepare myself to receive it. And that is a level of expectation. I want to recommend a book to you all. So Wayne Dyer, many of you probably are familiar with him. He's very famous. He's written very many books. He passed away some years ago. But he wrote a book that I recently discovered. And um, it's called Manifest Your Destiny. The Nine Spiritual Principles for Getting Everything You Want. Um, And I had to buy a a used copy of the book because it's not currently in print. He's released so many books, but this is something that he recorded as an audio, like on cassette, like years ago. So I think this was basically just transcribed into a book. But anyway, it's also on Audible. I highly recommend it. I think it's a good place to start. Actually, it doesn't matter. It's a good place to start. It's a good place to go deeper. He talks about these nine spiritual principles. I didn't share his list, um, though there is some overlap, but I definitely recommend that you check out this book because it's a really good one. All right. So to really quickly recap, what are these foundational principles that are required in my personal experience and also professional in order to manifest, not just goal set and make shit happen, but to manifest is this acceptance and this understanding of the interconnectedness of all humans all beings, all life on earth in the universe. You are not here alone if it feels that way, but there is actually this interconnectedness between all of us, which is how serendipities and coincidences and things all happen because, I mean, we just can't control that, y'all. Anyway, number two, you have to believe that the universe wants you to have what you want. And that's why you even have the desire in the first place because it is possible for you. And that is your indication. Hey, go out and figure out how to allow yourself 
yourself to receive this. Okay. Number three, you have to believe that you're worthy. This is a fake it till you make it. You might feel like I'm totally unworthy of love, but okay. If you're telling me that everyone is worthy, because by the way, to think that you are unworthy, to think that you are less worthy than other people is just as much of a lie as thinking that you are more worthy than other people. So if you think that you deserve it more or you think you deserve it less, either way, you're wrong and it's two sides of the same lie. I would really encourage you to start to challenge any belief that you're not worthy or that you're more worthy because, again, that's both ego. The ego shows up in insecurity and in overinflation of confidence. Those are both manifestations of ego. So if you can accept the fact that you are born worthy, you are inherently worthy, and so is everyone else, then you can start to get out of your own way a little bit and say, okay, well, I don't feel so worthy, but if I did, what would I do now, right? What is a high self-worth action that I can push myself to take, knowing that if I continually do that, if I continually choose that high self-worth, not the high ego, okay, not the high ego, the high self-worth action, then your feelings will catch up. And remember, your feelings matter. We talked about this, right? Okay. So there's the self-worth. And then number four is the decision. I'm not going to just stay in wishing and hoping and fantasizing, but I am deciding, claiming this is something that I am ready to receive into my life. Number five, surrender. This is the hard one, y'all. This can be the really hard one, but you have your intuition. You managing your emotional energetic state, the emotional state that I aspire to be in every day. And I have self-care practices that help me to access this state and to stay there. Not all the time because I'm human. We don't get to be there all the time, but a lot of the time is this a sense of peace and well-being. I know that if I can get myself to a place of feeling peaceful and having that sense of well-being, regardless regardless of circumstances, my circumstances will change. They will. And actually, they're going to start changing right away because as soon as you get into that place, that's a place to surrender, right? And that's a place where you can now be clear. That's a place where now your intuition can speak to you. And that's a place where you can now ask for a miracle, a miracle as Marianne Williamson teaches us in A Return to Love, another book that I highly recommend. A miracle is simply a shift in my perspective, I ask for a miracle almost every day and I get it every day. Every time I ask for a miracle, I get one. By the end of the day, I'm like, oh shit, it happened again. My perspective totally shifted on something. So I encourage you to try and do that as well. And then number six is moving into this place of expectation. So this is not like snap your fingers and now you expect it all to happen, but how can you start to push yourself and even aim for manifesting the version of yourself, right? That can really expect your manifestation and know that it's inevitable. And how would that start to change your life if you could exist in that space? All right. (laughs) So I've been going on for a little while here, so I'm going to wrap it up, but I hope that this was helpful. I know it's just, as I said, you know, at the beginning, there's so much information about manifestation and what that actually looks like can be a little harder to understand because there's also a lot of bad information out there. So hopefully you will find this helpful. Hopefully this is an episode that you can revisit in the future. I encourage you to share this episode with anyone who you think might be interested, who might benefit, maybe someone in your life who you know is on a manifestation journey or that's something that they're interested in starting. And I also want to encourage you to take my, I have a quiz called What's Your Manifesting Style? And I'll put a link to that in the show 
notes, but it's a free quiz. It's 10 questions, and it's going to give you a little bit more information about where you are right now in your manifestation journey. What is sort of your style? Are you more mental? Are you more energetic, desire-driven? And then some advice based on where you are about you know going further on your manifestation journey. So I definitely encourage you to check that out. I also encourage you to connect with me. I would love to love to see you. I'd love to see you on Clubhouse. I'd love to see you on Instagram. I am at Dear Franny everywhere. And I would just love to connect with you. And I appreciate you so much for listening. And all of the longtime listeners of this podcast, thank you so much for still rocking with me. And I know every season I change it up a little bit. And I'm all about manifestation right now. So this is like my very favorite topic. If there is anything specific regarding manifestation that you'd like to hear from me, please do reach out. The best way to do that is actually to reach out to Dear Franny Podcast on Instagram. So if you send me a DM, a Dear Franny Podcast on Instagram, if you have any suggestions, questions, you know, for upcoming episodes this season, please do share. All right. Thank you all so much for subscribing and rating and reviewing those of you who've taken the time to do that. And if you haven't, I would so appreciate if you did. Have a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. And I will talk to you next time. All right. Goodbye.